Hey everyone, welcome back to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast. Today we're going to go over baby boomers versus first-time homebuyers. Let's get into it. So today we have a baby boomer yep. and we have a millennial. Yep. <laughs> I'm no longer a first time home buyer, but I did buy one recently. Yep. Congratulations, Joe. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so we want to talk about the difference between these two types of people, especially in the 2021 market. We saw a lot of first time home buyers coming in because money was so cheap to borrow. Yep. And then you saw sort of some things changing for the needs as far as uh, what baby boomers wanted. Maybe kids were moving out. Things like this were changing in their life. Um, what's the biggest difference with baby boomers in, in particular? And then we'll get into um, the, the first-time home buyers. Well, in reference to the needs of the baby boomers, okay, they're all over the board now. Yeah. We are like chameleons. Yeah. All right. We we want to stay as relevant as possible in society. When we reach 65, that's the new 50. Sure. When we reach 75, that's the new 60. Right. Yep. OK. Yep. We just we think sometimes that we're more important than we really are. All right. <laughs> but we it's all do. Be, and, and quite honestly, it's because we've been coddled all our lives. All right. Sure. Most of the baby boomers have been coddled all their lives. Yeah. You, you grew up in a, a great economy. A great after economy. World War II. We had great politics. Um, we had wonderful expansion, our country glue. We had just come out of the war. Um, there was just so much economic development with us, and we just got used to it. Sure. Okay, We had the great society. Yeah. We thought we could cure all society's evils. So, yeah. so baby boomers are just a different breed. Understand that they want to be accepted, they want to be heard, and they don't want to be looked at as as old as they are. Sure. Okay? Yeah. Hence the development of active adult communities, right? Okay, yeah. What's the first word? Active. We're not wheelchair bound. We're <laughs> active. We like yeah. to play pickleball instead of racquetball. Yeah. We, okay. And, and go hiking in great hiking yeah. areas that we have around here. Yeah, in, instead of running Arizona. marathons. Right, Although right. some are running marathons, right? Sure. So sure. <clears throat> the difference between baby boomers and let's say millennials is that baby boomers have experienced so much more in life. Mm -hmm. All right. They're more seasoned financially. They've been through their optimum earning years mm -hmm. and they've taken those optimum earning years and hopefully have taken that money they've earned and invested it wisely. OK, gotcha. Um, millennials, on the other hand, are a little concerned. A lot of them were coming up during the 2008 crash. They're like, yeah. real estate doesn't look like a good deal. Yeah. Well, I spent $400,000 for the house in 2006 and in 2008. 12, I sell it for 200000 right. Wow, that doesn't sound like a really good deal. Exactly. So they're skeptical, right? Yes. They also are the type of people that want to read things. <clears throat> they want to get sure. other people's opinions. Baby boomers don't really care. Yeah. They have their own opinion. Yeah. And that's right for them. Sure. Right? Millennials are the are more of, okay, I want to research this. I want to check that on YouTube. I want to go on Google. I want to ask, you know, my my parents sometimes. Sure. I want to ask my best friend who's sitting at the bar with me. Sure. They want opinions before they before they come up with a decision in general. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We're, all, we're so, generalizing with both of these groups. Right. Here, we're always generalizing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So baby boomers can make a decision now. Millennials want to take their time. Okay. Okay. So that's the difference in baby boomers and millennials, in my opinion. Sure, sure. Okay. We, we've seen, I think, uh, 
a lot of cash offers last year. Yep. And what was the reason for that? It was, I, know, I, I would guess that's probably mostly baby boomers who are coming in with that type of cash because they are, like you say, seasoned. Property values went up so fast, okay, during uh, the crisis of 2008, mm-hmm. people were buying houses at 50 cents on the dollar. Yeah. Then over the next eight to 10 years, the houses doubled mm-hmm. in price, okay? Mm-hmm. And people were not spending. Okay, they sure. were saying we're not going to over leverage. So now you buy the house at 50% of value. It doubles in price. You've got a tremendous amount of equity there. Yep. Okay. You're not spending, so you're applying more money for the down payment. Yep. Okay. Interest rates stayed low. You've got all of this borrowing power, but you also have all of this equity. And since values in, let's say, the coast, East Coast and the West Coast, went up so fast versus other areas, there was such a huge equity position when they sold their house, they had all this cash where they could come in and buy pretty much the same house at 50 cents on the dollar from what they sold their house for. Mm. So if you're in California and you had a million dollar house, which is a 1500 square foot Rambler, um, (laughs) you could sell it, pull out your money, come to Tucson, buy a 1500 square foot Rambler for $500,000 instead of a million. Right. Right? Yeah. So that's where a lot of the cash came from. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. And and now, so uh, people in my age group, uh, millennial age group, first time home buyers, they they kind of want to get their quote quote life started, right? Yeah. They're they're maybe renting now and then making the next step. They got married. They buy a house. They're going to have a kid, maybe, perhaps adopt whatever or working dogs. on or working on one, yeah, or, or working on four legged kids, yeah, exactly, the furry yeah. babies. Plants, that's another one for us, you know. um. Hey everyone, we want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. Also, we are licensed realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. Those needs are changing, I think, for for that group. And then the need for the baby boomers is, and again, I'm generalizing, it's either going to be a second home where they can snowbird and come here to in the winters where it's in the sixties and seventies, yep. they don't have to shovel any snow uh, or that they're maybe want a two, two house where they don't have to take care of the yard, you know, as, as much. It, um, they have an HOA again, like an active adult community. Uh, I see a lot of that changing. Uh, and now the, you could probably speak to this a little better than I can. Their parents grew up in the right. Depression era. You heard it all the time as yeah. we were growing up. <laughs> yes. Save that piece of cardboard because you never know when you're going to need it. Right. Now, I can tell you my parents and my grandparents especially yes. just hounded all of that type of hoarding. And as an example, yeah. we in general resented that. Yeah. Okay. So you don't see much hoarding with baby boomers now. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So now um, let me talk a little bit about home, the first-time home buyer. Yeah. I think where they have the biggest edge now is with technology. Absolutely. Right. So, so they're always on their phone. They're always yep. on their smartphone. They have a little computer in their pocket, constantly getting notifications of the homes that they like coming straight to their phone. You know, they have uh, different apps and things that that can alert them to that. And I think that's probably the biggest edge that they have is that they could 
present an offer maybe a little bit quicker than a a baby boomer who doesn't have the app set up right to send them notifications. They might have the app, but it's, they're not utilizing it to where they could be. So while they may have better uh, purchase power with their, their cash on hand, they can't be as fleet of foot with using technology. Correct. I, I also, Joe, um, my experience is that a baby boomer can make a decision quicker than a millennial. I think you're right on that. And that's only because of their experiences in life. Yeah. Okay. We, Millennials are still looking for approval. They're still, yeah. I'm not so sure. I'm making, I make. I got to yes. get some more opinions. The, the baby boomer, of course, let's make the offer now before we lose let's the go. house. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, you know, I, I need to get, I, I got to check YouTube and I, let yep. me see what the reviews say and all that. Yep. Well, just give me a minute. I'm on my phone. You know, they can do yeah. it on their phone. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, let me talk to my mom and I'll get back with you tomorrow. Yep. Well, house is gone. Yes. Yes. That does happen yeah. too. After and, that happens a couple of times, they're quick to make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, sometimes you have to get beat up by the market to learn. Yeah. That, unfortunately that, that is true. You know, I see a lot of millennials as well saying that they're going to wait for the next crash and, and, Okay, prices might be less then, but where are you going to be at in your life? Are you going to have a job because the quote, quote, next crash is coming? Are you going to be financially able to purchase a house at that point? You know, I never understood that mindset, like I'm going to wait for a crash. That's great if you're financially capable of waiting through a crash and then purchasing a house during that. But I think you're looking at a sort of myopically and, and going like, well, interest rates are raising. They're raising up, uh, what do we say, a, a 1.25 roughly, we're guessing, 1.25 percentage points. And that's going to greatly affect affordability, not just the price of the home. Interest rates are going to affect it more than just the price of the home lowering, quote, Correct. quote, depreciation. And, and again, we're not thinking, we're not seeing the numbers there that we're going to even have a crash. We're yeah. going to have, and we've talked about this before in the past, we're going to have a deceleration, a deceleration, not a depreciation yep. in home prices. So they're not going to raise as quickly as we saw in the 19, 20% range in the 2020, 2021 market. Yeah, the only, the only, crash that could possibly happen is a black swan event. Okay. Russia invades Ukraine. Sure. Um, all of a sudden Europe gets pulled in, China gets pulled in and we're in a world war. Yeah. Okay. God, I hope that doesn't happen. I don't yeah. think it'll happen, Right. but that's a black swan. Another super virus comes out someplace. Sure. Okay. Sure. That could cause another asp, you know, another, uh, something like that. Somebody starts calling in the debt of countries and says, mm. we're not trusting your computer printing of money. Yeah. That's another black swan event. Yeah. I don't see anything like that, but I also know that our stock market is so inflated right now mm -hmm. that what we might see is stagnation of prices. Yeah. And, and I can definitely see that. And, and I think that if you're going to buy a home, the best advice that we can give is to do it now before inflation gets you, before interest rates get you. The, yep. the, the home price deceleration isn't going to be great enough to save you money it, in your mind. And I'm speaking to my fellow millennials here right. in that thinking. 
Yeah. If, um, if we have a crash, right? where are you getting the money to buy the house? Exactly. And when is the bottom? Now you'll wait for the bottom. Right. Nobody's good enough to pick the bottom of the stock market. Nobody's good enough to pick the bottom of a housing slump. Yep. Right? Yep. No, yep. It, you're, you're exactly right. Now, the best time to buy a house was yesterday. The next best time is today. Yep. You're, you're exactly right. Spot on there. Well, thank you, Tom. Uh, that was baby boomers versus first-time homebuyers. Tends to be millennials. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to it. Uh, we're going to keep continuing giving you great information. Uh, our our website is www.thetjkteam.com. We have some great resources on there for people who are relocating to Arizona, and that is speaking mainly to you, baby boomers. There are occasionally where first-time homebuyers are coming here to buy. Come on down. <laughs> Come on down. Give us a, a you know, in, in email, we have our emails down in the description. Uh, we also have a millennial buyer's guide, uh, which can help the first time home buyers. Generally, that's who that's, uh, that's for. Uh, that is on our resources page on our website. So, you know, those are free downloads for you guys. We, we put a lot of sweat equity into that, into producing those for you. Uh, so until next time, guys, we'll see you then. Hey, thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team. If you are thinking about buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, please reach out to us. We are local here in Tucson, Arizona, but we are also connected to over 4,000 agents across the US. So again, looking to buy, sell, or invest in your hometown, reach out to us and let us connect you.